Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I am your most excellent host, Matt. I am your second most excellent host, Dory. Mm, it's probably really reversed if you think about it. Um, so there's some notes. Dory likes to read some notes up top, and, and one of them, of course, is to leave your Apple Podcast reviews. Five stars, please. It really helps. Four stars if you're lukewarm on us. <laughs> Three stars, and you can, you can just stop listening. Yeah, I mean, if you're... Uh, just kidding. Keep listening. Yeah, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. That's our Facebook group. You'll find a lot of uh, people there who are uh, there to support and to give advice and to talk about things that aren't necessarily related to IVF, but are certainly uh, geared in that direction. It's a safe space. Very true. Um, and you can also uh, support this safe space at excellentadventure.com. You'll find a link for our Patreon page at forward slash excellent adventure that's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure our twitter handle is at excellent pod and our email address if you want to reach out and ask a question to the show that is dory and matt at gmail or matt and dory at gmail whatever order you feel like going and your phone number to reach us is 413-461-ba-bye baby uh podcast is on spotify thanks to everyone who told us thank you thank you who asked um remember someone was like i found you guys on spotify and i was like that's weird i thought i didn't think we were on spotify well honey we're everywhere we're everywhere <laughs> that's from specter <laughs> anyway um it's not a person mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you want to hear more about that you can listen to the uh, james bonding episode from a couple weeks back dory was kind enough to guest on and talk to Matt and I and uh, Amanda about uh, the James Bond film Spectre. Anyway, we haven't heard from Dr. Beck 
Although Matt did go in for his semen analysis. Yep. I did. Yeah. How I was did. it? Uh, you know, I decided since I was 15 minutes early in there, I was going to really take my time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a whole thing. First of all, I had to pee. I got in there, closed the door behind me, and then I was like, oh, damn it, I have to pee. And of course, I'm in the room that doesn't have a toilet. Oh, boy. So I'm like, okay, do I leave my stuff in here? You know, I had my bag with me. Do I leave my bag and then go to the bathroom, which is right next door? Uh, do I close the door? And then if I close the door, should I lock the door? I was like, no, I shouldn't lock the door. I should just close the door. Because really, no one's going to go in that door. No. Willy-nilly. No. So I went around the corner, and then I was like, oh, no, someone's in the bathroom. I'm waiting. Guy finally comes out of that bathroom. I think he was just peeing. He ran over to the lab area with a cup. I didn't really look in the cup, just because <laughs> didn't feel like looking in the cup. Um, and uh, I got in there, and I closed the door, and I start peeing, and I look up, and his cell phone is sitting in there. And I'm like, oh, boy. So I then made the decision to not tell anyone that his cell phone was in there whoa because i assumed he would just be right back for it and it was less awkward for everybody <laughs> so you know then got down to business and um you have to write down your name your day the date the uh time and the uh doctor as well as your date of birth but there's no line for date of birth hmm so every single time I forget to write my date of birth and they have to tell me to do so. Oh, my God. After the cup has been used. Oh, boy. Oh Pretty boy. gross. Uh, gave them my um, ID and uh, left, you know? Yep. I was in and out of there. Probably like 30 minutes total. All right. I seem to remember waiting for a parking spot for a while. I'm trying to think of what time street cleaning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I probably got in there at 12. Anyway, no one cares about that. But point is, uh, that's done. Although we haven't heard anything yet. So yeah, so. We had, um, we had, uh, I had acupuncture this week. Right? Yes. I vaguely remember. Yeah, because you woke up late. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I woke up at 8.10 and I had an 8.30 appointment. And I still took a shower and was only 10 minutes late. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, there you go, everyone. Um, we watched Thor Ragnarok. Dory was nonplussed. That's um, not true. Why are, you, why are you telling me how I felt? I'm, not, I'm telling them how you felt. I'm not telling you how you felt. I wouldn't say I was nonplussed. What would you say? I would say that I enjoyed the experience of watching it. <laughs> I love Thor Ragnarok. I think it's a delight. I've now seen it three times. Wow. Mm-hmm. When did it come out? came out last year, early in the year, mm-hmm. I believe. I think I went to a late midnight screening or something with Andy at like the Universal City Walk. Oh, how romantic. Yeah. Not as romantic as the time I saw Skyfall with Matt Gorley, but pretty romantic. Uh, yeah, so we watched it. My phone was in the other room. Yep, as was mine. I didn't realize how much actual discussion I would have to prep Dory with who everybody was in the movie. Um, but I think she got all the information she needed. I think I did. Okay. I enjoyed... Um, I was not about to start explaining to her what the Tesseract was and what that blue cube was that Loki was looking at. So... That was going to take too long. I enjoyed seeing Tom Hiddleston as like a grease ball, like a douchey grease ball. Well, that's Loki. I know. You know? Uh, I enjoyed Tessa Thompson. I enjoyed Jeff Goldblum. He would have been, I think Loki, had he not been played by Hiddleston, I think that he would have been killed off in the first movie. Oh, really? Because they kept bringing, they were like, oh no, people like him, so he's not dead, he's pretending. <laughs> and it's just kept, this keeps happening. So He does suck. Yes, but he's very enjoyable. He is enjoyable. He's a, he's a good... He's, he's a, a rascal. He's a good, well, he's mischievous. Yes. Um, and I really enjoy that they've just decided to completely change Thor's character and just make him sort of like... A funny just guy who talks all the time 
Like they didn't. He doesn't have many lines in the first. You know what I mean? Like, and they've just like decided to just make him. Oh, Sent me an electronic letter, an email. Do you have a computer? No. Why would I? Like, right. That kind of thing. Is, yeah. Like, Some banter. Yeah. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. And I'm like, oh, I didn't. You know. What do you think your next movie is going to be? To watch where here? Yeah, together. I don't know. No. Oh. I don't know. Dory likes to ask questions about the movie as we're watching the movie. Questions that are clearly going to be answered by the movie. Yes. Why do you do that? It's, it's not always clear that they're going to be answered by the movie. I think you should experience the movie like the rest of us experience the movie. Okay, but we're watching it at home. Yeah, I know, but like, and also, why spoil it for yourself? Like when Tessa Thompson's character comes on screen and you ask me, what's her deal? <laughs> Well, because everyone else, you explained what their deal was. Like, you gave me backstories on, like, everyone. Oh, but that was the first time anyone was seeing her. How was I supposed to know that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe because I wasn't going to explain who she was to you. See, I just feel like you hold me to this impossible standard, and it's it's not, not fair. It's not impossible. It's very possible. Well, I refuse to be... I tried to give you all the background information that I that was reasonable for the movie and then when i did then you kept asking questions i didn't keep asking questions i asked a few important questions like are those children gonna die yes (laughs) that was an important question it's a disney movie that's rated pg-13 you're fine uh let's see what else i'm still smoke free congratulations matt uh how do you feel I mean, you even went to Vegas and didn't I smoke. I did. I went to Vegas and didn't smoke. I was very impressed with myself. Actually. I was like, very impressed uh, with you. Inadvertently. I always, antici- I always figured I would be like one of these guys that was like, I only smoke in Vegas. Like I was going to be that guy. Right. But then I was like, well. I love that. Part of it was like, I was a little too lazy to go get them. And then like another part of it was like, it was like my, I was a day and a half in when the smoking, the cigarette girl walked by with them in the pot. And I was like, meh. Already this far, why not? See? Yeah, yeah. Uh, drive back, you know. Interesting, like drive the whole, even the whole drive. Yeah, my favorite things to do is used to be to smoke and drive to Vegas. Like, yeah, but I did not. So I'm I, very proud, Alan of, Carr. I'm very proud of you. Way to go, Alan Carr, and your stop smoking now. Uh, talk about working out? Question mark. Sure, I'm going to work out next week, but actually, because I've made appointments, so I have to do that. I think that's good that you're like self-aware enough to know that you have to have an appointment to do it. Yeah, I'm not like if my plan was like casually to stroll in to yeah. a boxing gym at one thirty in the afternoon, <laughs> it's not happening. Right. Like even right now, I'm like, do we really want to go to that movie? Hey, I don't know. It's so far. It's downtown. But that's an appointment. Yeah. But it's not like a one-on-one thing. No. Anyway, so point is i'll work out a couple times next week we'll see how we do from there uh it's national infertility awareness week uh it's april 22nd to the 28th if you're all infertile be aware <laughs> uh and doris is this uh, you editorializing yes uh i'm all for infertility awareness but why do they insist on calling me an infertility warrior yes i don't know honey i really you know what i you're decided you're a valkyrie I don't like the term infertility warrior, and I also don't love the term infertility journey. What would you prefer? I don't know. I don't have a great replacement for it. But infertility warrior in particular sort of gets under my skin. Why? I'm not a warrior. Like, Mm. I'm just a person who's trying to have a kid. Like, let's not turn this into some noble quest. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I would like you to explain yourself. I'm explaining myself. I just, I just don't like the, I think it's like, it's the same way that I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe other people don't take offense to this. I guess I'm not offended. I just, I just find it irksome this term infertility warrior it's like oh fuck off i have to say by the way this this is literally the first time i've ever seen this term i got an email from 
the organization that puts on National Infertility Week, which is a you know wonderful organization. But the email was like, "Hey, warrior." Oh, okay. Now we're getting there. And I was like, "That does seem annoying." This is annoying. Like, I don't, I don't want to be a warrior. I don't want to call myself a warrior. I don't want to be called a warrior. You're kind of like a Valkyrie. I'm not a Valkyrie. You know, you just sort of like you're just you're on your planet drinking away. I'm not drinking away. She drank a lot. Well, they all do. They all do. All the, all the, all the, you know, Norse gods. Oh, sure. They all enjoy a a large pint. Anyway, I'd love to hear from other people. You can't have a large pint. I I would love to hear from other people about this. Am I alone in, in not liking this term? I don't know. Or should I just deal with it? And should I just deal with it? Am I alone or am I not alone? (laughs) I guess is my question. Does this bother anyone else? Okay. Is what I'm asking. Great question. Honey. Sound off in the comments. Please let us know what you think. Click the like button too. That helps us out. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Listen. Are you aware it's Infertility Awareness Week? They should have an Awareness Week for Infertility Awareness Week to make (laughs) people aware that Infertility Awareness Week exists. Uh, Listen, I like live an infertility life. I just, I feel like I'm constantly raising awareness for about infertility. Yeah, we are. So I guess it's great that they have another, that they have a special week for it, but. Hmm. Wow, I'm a real downer. Well, you are, you are, honey. You are, you are, you are what you are, rather. Not you are, you are. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, do you have anything else to add on the subject of what's been going on this week? Um, no, I don't think so. Am I, am I forgetting anything? No. I was no. just asking. Nope. I've been in a lot of therapy. That's been fun. Yeah, you have been. You went to therapy twice. Sure did. Sure did. Bo was a real brat last night. He was very antsy. Ants in the pants. Now he's dead to the world. <laughs> yeah, he's just laying on the floor like a dead horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's that. Everybody, thanks so much for listening we'll see you next week oh wait what well i guess we could do some emails okay we also have we have five voicemails this week that's great should we just do one and one and one and one yeah all right this is from sally uh dear dory matt and Bo. after listening to your last episode i wanted to write in to provide some advice to one of your listeners uh taking latrozol who recently discovered she had a luteal phase defect i have the same thing and after two years of trying to conceive i'm now 18 weeks pregnant here are some suggestions she might want to consider. Minimize alcohol and caffeine consumption. That's a good that's a good thing to minimize. Take an omega three supplement. Oh, mm. interesting. I might know just the supplement. Stay tuned <laughs> for the break. Um and uh, this that'll regulate uh, hormonal production and avoid cannabis. This impacts ovulation and hormone production. Maximize sleep and minimize stress. That's just good life advice. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of this sounds like just good life advice. This is important for overall fertility. She says, consider seeing a nutritionalist for a fertility diet that can promote overall fertility. For a men's case, that's uh, eat walnuts. Don't overexercise. Too low body fat inhibits hormone production. Mm. Honey, stop it. Uh, it's not a problem. Detox your household cleaning products, shampoo, cosmetics, deodorant, etc. There can be estrogen, uh, I'm sorry, estrogenic, they can be estrogenic and impact your menstrual cycle. Promote relaxation, yoga, flotation tank. I've heard that. I've heard flotation tanks are... Where do you go to get those? Like a spa. I see. Uh, meditation. These balance hormones and help uh, regulate menstrual cycle. Get your family doctor to order general blood work and check out everything that can be impacting your hormonal levels. That sounds like good advice. Hope these suggestions help. That is best wishes from Sally. Thank you, Sally. I like the name Sally. It's a cute name. I've been into the name Sally lately. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Because I've been watching Dick Van Dyke. Oh. Sally Rogers. Cool. Rosemary. Cool. That's her name. Okay. Okay. Great. Anyway, uh, I believe it's time for a voicemail. Here we go. Very exciting. 
Hi, Dorian, Matt. I finally just added you as a contact in my phone so that I can pause the podcast in my car. It's genius. Now. Uh, I am calling uh, about two things. First of all, tween is definitely 11 and 12. It does not go up through 17. That's Thank a teenager. You. I don't know what Matt is on. Between the Second teens. Second of all, uh, calling about the caller who had the cart before the horse. I think her name was Ashley. It was definitely something 80s, um, says Kim. Uh, anyway, uh, I am on the other side. Oh, no. Uh-oh. She was asking, for those of us that have made it to the other side, what we wish we had done different. And oh. I wish that I had spent a lot less time planning for being pregnant and a lot more time just enjoying not having kids. We did things like turn down friends who wanted us to come skiing in France because I was like, well, I'll definitely be pregnant then, so we shouldn't go to France to go skiing because I won't be able to ski. Uh, come that February, I was definitely not pregnant. I was probably more than a year away from being pregnant. Uh, and I could have been in France skiing. So I I would say definitely sort of echo what you guys had to say in terms of just plan things, live your life as though you're not going to be pregnant. Because the thing is, if those plans get interrupted because you're pregnant, you're not going to be disappointed. I promise. So, uh, and also the the Rocky-themed announcement sounds adorable and likely to go viral, uh, but exhausting. I would say, you know, feel free to keep, you know, storyboarding that in your head. But once you hit your first trimester, you're going to be too tired for that shit. Uh, so be prepared to maybe scale that back a little bit. Uh, anyway, good luck to both of you. Thanks. Bye. That's good advice. We yeah. certainly had we we've we've not scheduled things. Yeah, we, totally. Yeah, but <clears throat> I think we did have that revelation we had at Disney. I think has been the revelation of like, thank God we don't have children. Well, like we should we should appreciate this time more, mm-hmm. and not just be so focused on having. Like, it feels like we're on hold, mm-hmm. or it had been feeling like we were on hold, and that, like, our lives would really begin when we had kids, and now it's like, no. No. Like, we're just enjoying our my lives. Life, my life has begun, guys. My life began a long time ago. Oh, yeah? Yep. I get to do, yeah, I, I couldn't play video games for hours at two o'clock in the morning if I had a child. No, you couldn't. It'd be impossible. So you should appreciate that. I do very much. But also great point about don't not don't say no to trips. Should we go skiing in France? No, I don't ski. Hmm. Um, okay. This is from anonymous. Hey guys, just hit pause. I think I covered the trans man concerns for egg retrieval in one of my prior emails to you. I'm the former IVF coordinator who mapped multiple trans male egg retrievals. The gist is that not too much is known about the T's impact on egg quality. Anecdotally, we had better results from men who had three-plus menses uh, before starting egg stimulation hormone. It takes three months f- to form the egg, and the current one, and that, and that one currently ovulates, i.e. the egg started forming three months prior to being released. Uh, it sucks to go off regular hormones and deal with female biology and the psychological identity stuff uh, that can go along with that. It's important to have a good emotional and psychological, why can I not say psychological? I don't know. Uh, support while doing so. I hope this helps. Feel free to read parts of that prior email and refer or refer them to the episode. Well, you know what, Anonymous? I would do that if I had any memory of what episode that could have been in. She forwarded me. I'm going to guess it was in the late 60s. Yeah, it was in February. It was like around February 10th. Okay. So you can probably find that episode. Probably like Valentine's Day episode, maybe. Yeah. Sounds fun. Valentine's-ish. Um, I think there's another email about this issue. So we should read that next before we move on to another voicemail. Do you want me to read it? This is from Eleanor. Sure. Okay. I'm happy to let you do that. Here you go. I'm going to just turn this over to you. Okay. Great. All right. This is from Eleanor. I'm hoping the egg signal does its job and you get lots more really useful emails for the listener hoping, hoping to use her husband's eggs for their next pregnancy. But just in case, last time Trans Family Building came up, someone recommended the Accidental Gay Parent series on the Longest Shortest Time podcast. Tristan and Biff, the couple featured in the series, have a Facebook page and Instagram, both under Biff and I, where they post a whole heap of really useful resources on options for preserving trans fertility, etc. 
Tristan also now works for an organization called Family Equality Council who provide information, campaign, and hold events all across the U.S. for LGBTQ plus family builders. It's at familyequality.org. And their next event is Seahorses and Unicorns, Family Building for the Trans Community in San Francisco. Hope this is useful. Seahorses and Unicorns. Yeah. Sounds magical. It does. Um, We did not get a lot of really useful emails for that egg signal. Well, you can't. I mean, so the, we got some. So the egg signal's still out, honestly. I, I just, I really feel like it's, uh, you know, it's just still out. Um, all right. I'm going to play another voicemail now. I love that there are voicemails. Yep, me too. Hi, Matt and Dory. It's Andrew Steinley calling in again. Uh, first, I have two random thoughts. Egg signal sounds like something that Robin would have. Um, Batman and Robin. Yes. Um, the only comic books I ever bought was some like really dorky teenage Robin comics, and so Egg Signal is now canon in my mind. Uh, second random thought: um, people who listen to podcasts fast, I'm going to be calling them Pod Racers from now on. Nice. Uh, but mostly, that's I'm a good one to comment on your hobby conversation. I think I fall more in the Dory camp. Um, I've somehow reached the point in my life where I'm going on first dates again. And the questions, what do you do for fun, or what do you do with your spare time, or what do you like to do, fill me with existential dread, and I have no idea how to answer them. There are things that I like, but do I like them enough? There are things that I do, but do I do them enough? And I just end up giving them blank stares and then just uh, shutting down. So I hope someone out there can identify with that. But that's all I've got. Love you guys. Bye. By Andrew Steinle. You know, it's funny. Andrew, Patreon supporter. Andrew sounds a lot like the Duke of Bridgewater. Mm, it's, going, it's going back. It's going way back. It's a deep cut. Yeah. Well, you'll never know. The true eggheads know what I'm talking about. They do. They do. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, one of my favorite subreddits, which is uh, gatekeepers. R forward slash gatekeepers. Uh-huh. What is it? Uh... It's a collection of stupid Facebook memes people post of like, only real men will understand <laughs> what this truck does. Like, <laughs> only true egghead fans know the, the Duke, Duke of, of Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah, I'm going to make that meme. Gatekeepers. And post it in Gatekeepers and pretend that I found it. So stupid. Be like, these eggheads are so dumb. All right. Thank you, Andrew. And, you know, uh, I know first dates are so awkward. You have to make all that small talk. And, like, I would just say. I don't mind a first date. You didn't go on that many. I don't? What you do you didn't. You what ba- are you talking about? You went In on a life? lot. Of, yeah, you went on a lot of first dates. In life? Yeah. I, feel I like mean, yeah, sure. All right. Why not? Because you were on Tinder for five seconds before we met. Yeah, but I was 30. You think I didn't go on any dates before I was 30? I didn't say you didn't go on any dates. I mean, Dory, I don't know what you think of me. But to say that you like love first dates. I, I mean, like a conversation with a new person. I didn't hate first dates. I got pretty good at first dates. I like a, I like a, I like a conversation with a new person. Yeah, I hear that. Andrew, I think you need to, you just need to like come up with a line. You need to come up with something. What do you mean? Like just say you're into cooking or... So make something up? No, I'm not saying make something up. I'm saying like figure out something. Don't overthink it. It sounds like he's overthinking it. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't know if I like this enough or, you know, just pick something that you like and just be able to talk about it. Okay. I think that's good advice. Sure. All right. I'm going to read this email from Pam. Hi, Matt and Dory. I noticed... Matt seemed very assertive toward Dory during the last two podcasts. Matt, you seemed to be, you really seem to be honest with Dory about how you feel. She seems surprised you had an issue with her phone use. I feel like you often brush things under the rug, especially if you feel like they are, quote, little things. Mm. I don't know. Continue. I was impressed by the way Dory responded. Thank you, Pam. She immediately made an effort to change her behavior after she knew it bothered you. I think that should demonstrate to Matt that it is very worthwhile to bring these things up. Why hold things back from your spouse because you think they can't change? Don't have such low expectations. Okay. 
Let's get into it. Dory, yes. your collection of water cups that tends to gravitate towards this table. Like, it's weird uh-huh. that, like, I'll always find four mason jars with the same exact amount of water in them all over the house. And that when I go to do the dishes, uh-huh. here's my rule of thumb. Yeah. If you're going to use a glass that's just for water, mm-hmm. just use that glass. You can use it over and over and over again. It's okay. just a water glass. All right. So that's number one. Okay. The end. That's all I have for right now. Uh, Pam has more to say. I also noticed that Dory was a bit aggressive toward Matt about his lack of interest in doing things she likes. I hope Matt rises to the challenge just like Dory did mm-hmm. and figures out some activities he'd like to do. Watching movies together seems like a good start. Love the podcast. Pam. P.S. Pump Up the Volume is an awesome movie. Thank this you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean activities. They're just they're just wacky things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, you know, I maybe I just like our home life too much to want to leave it. You know, we got this little guy over here. He's not so little. We got uh we got so comfy. <laughs> you just like to play video games. Right now I like to play video games. Yeah. Well, every hiatus I like to play video games. I mean, look, our home is cozy. I, I, I put a lot of effort into making a cozy home. Mm-hmm. And I think we have reached pretty much peak coziness in this house. Okay. Like, I think this is as cozy as this house can be. Understood. What else should we do about it? <laughs> Burn it to the ground? Probably. Okay. All right. I guess so. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. 
I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. We've done it. We've made a half of a podcast. What's on the agenda for the next half of the podcast? Huh? Well, remember how we played that voicemail about um, putting the cart before the horse? Yes. We got that another. That was very recent. We did that earlier. We sure did. Well, we got an email from Janice about it, who said, I completely resonated with Ashley saying she had a planned announcement. My husband and I had those types of ideas and dreams about announcing pregnancy and baby names prior to us going through IVF. And then even when we went through IVF, we dreamed about how we would announce pregnancies via a science baby theme. But alas, our journey did not lead us there. IVF never worked for us. Husband had no sperm and I didn't have great eggs. We did, however, get to do our announcement just for our adoption. We took a photo of us holding up signs that said parents to be and just not sure when. We had sent this photo as an announcement card to our family with a letter explaining our plans to adopt and our journey to adoption. Our dogs even got in on it, saying they couldn't wait for the baby food to drop. And then over a year later, we were able to announce that we adopted a baby girl who is now a beautiful six-month-old. I know you guys did not agree with getting excited, but I think sometimes it can be helpful to keep up your spirits. For my husband and I, it was a way for us to know that we still believed our family was going to happen one day. So I say, do what you believe will help keep up your mental health. If you think it's going to bum you out, don't do it. But if you think it will help keep you going in the rough times like it did for us, keep planning. We just changed what our plans were in each stage. I wish everyone the best of luck and most importantly to keep up your spirits and take care of yourself. Lots of love to Bo as well. Janice. Is it technically still planning if you keep changing your plans? Oh, oh, good question. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. I don't know. I'm not excited about the idea of us having to say that we are finally having a child. Yeah. I don't like anything about it, honestly. No, me neither. So this this is why to us it's very foreign, this whole like uh, baby announcement situation. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy because we're two people literally doing a podcast right now about trying to have a child. <laughs> and it's not that, I guess, it, I don't know, is it privacy? No, it can't be if we're doing this. Um, I, I, well, I mean, you know. There's something about like jinxing yourself. There's nothing about that. No, no that I like in oh, my you're mind. You're a Jew, right? And you and guys you don't are, want to invite the evil eye. You guys and your evil eye. Yep. It's really prevalent for some reason in Dory's family. The evil eye. It's not my. It's not I think just it's my family. family. Okay. As far as I know, you just don't know that many Jews. Well, I know enough. I know enough. Why don't you take a poll at work? Uh, I don't work. I have no work right now. <laughs> I'm taking a poll at my home office, uh, and uh, it turns out everyone there believes in the evil eye. Oh, well, there you go. Well, thank you, Dory. Okay. Um, well, what is it for you? Uh, I just don't, I don't know. It just seems like... Does it feel gloaty? Um, yeah, a little bit. It feels like a little f- unnecessarily flashy. I mean, to that point, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I like posting pictures of my guitars. Mm-hmm. Which could also be construed that way, but I, I don't know. I follow a lot of guitar accounts, and I just find things interesting to look at. Sure. So I'll reassess and get back to everybody. All right, that sounds good. Um, this is from Ronit. Hi, Matt and Dory. I just wanted to drop you a quick line and thank you for all you're doing to share your story and create a community that gets everybody talking more about infertility. See, that's what I mean. We're doing Infertility Awareness Week all the time. 50 weeks a year. 50 weeks a year. 51 weeks a year. We only get one week off on yeah. this podcast? Yeah. That's a, let's take a look at that next contract. Okay. Um, I myself am going through secondary infertility and will be doing my first round of IVF soon. So I've been learning everything I can about it before we start. And your podcast is so helpful. But I'm also a genetic counselor, so I'm always very interested in parts of your show where you discuss genetic testing or answer questions from your listeners about genetic testing and results. I just binged most of the podcast to get caught up with your story, but was listening to one of the more recent episodes where you gave someone the advice to go see a genetic counselor to explain his chromosome translocation, and that just made me happy to hear. So if you ever have questions that a genetic counselor could answer, let me know, and I'd be happy to help. Sincerely, Ronit. So, Ronate, 
Thank you, Ronnie. Wrong podcast to say that to. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of questions, Ronnie. Um, yeah. Oh, we. Oh, no, never mind. Um, What's the matter? Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to play another uh, voicemail. Voicemail. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Havy from Nebraska. I was just calling to say, first of all, I'm so excited that you guys have, like, reconciled and figured out this movie-watching thing. But I also just wanted to maybe shed a little light on movie-watching. And it's just that movies are too long. And I don't understand how anyone could just, like, sit there and watch the whole thing without some other activity. And so here are some things that I like to do while I watch movies. Oh, I like boy. to work on some data analyzing in a spreadsheet i like to make food i like to read a book (laughs) just some just some thoughts i was throwing out there um that that it's kind of impossible to watch a full movie without some diversion (laughs) and so if you're looking for other ideas there there are some right um, Your face while that was playing was amazing. I'm just, <laughs> as someone with some sort of uh, ADD, uh, you are next level. <laughs> I don't under, like Just some data entry. To just, and play a game. And play like, a game, read a book. No, I get it. I get that this is what she likes to do, but to be able to sit still for an hour and a half or two and a half hours and watch a movie. Assuming the movie's engaging, I don't really see a problem with that. Yeah. Some movies are very unengaging and I find myself staring at the ceiling in a movie theater, but, um, remember when I made you go to boyhood? I, you know, if you paid me a thousand dollars and asked me who I saw the movie boyhood with, I couldn't have done it. Couldn't have I couldn't have told you. I honestly like I remember seeing it. I think we saw it at the arc light. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't know I was with you. It was like right after we had started dating, I think. Yeah. It was when you still would go to things with me. Boyhood. Oh boy. Well that's a movie that not I mean, it's good in it's the good, sense of like but nothing it's, happens. It is like, like that's three that's, and a half hours. That's long. life. It is life. Yeah. That movie is life. And nothing happens in life and nothing happens in that movie. Yep. So Yeah. Um, we got a follow-up email. Okay. Do you remember the person who wrote in that she and her husband had done a thing where they would choose an activity based on the letter of the alphabet? Yes, I do. And they said they got in a fight after their Z date, and we were trying to guess what the Z yes. date was? All right. Also, Zizix Road, by the way. Starts, it does begin with a Z. Starts with a Z. I was wrong. All right. She says, no need to read this at all on the podcast. Too late. Yep. (laughs) But all of your guesses were wrong. Oh, my God. I can't believe all of our guesses are wrong. Z was for Zen. We went to the Japanese house and garden in Fairmount Park in Philadelphia. It was totally peaceful. And we fed the koi and had a nice little tour. And there was even a little statue for parents that outlived their children. Oh, dear. Which was meaningful to us since we had lost a pregnancy in the second trimester. And then we decided to get a bite to eat in Philly. And I insisted we were walking in the wrong direction. And the restaurant he wanted to go to was too far. We weren't and it wasn't. And this led to a huge argument and me storming back to the car and totally ruining our Z day. Wait a second. You got into a huge argument because it wasn't too far and you weren't walking in the wrong direction? Correct. Okay. I enjoyed all of your guesses. It was his turn to pick and he said he didn't want to go too obvious. So the zoo was out. Mm -hmm. You know, I lived in Philly for several years and I never went to the Japanese house and garden in Fairmont Park. It seems like a thing you'd like. I know. I feel like you'd do that right now. I think the next time I go to Philly, I'm going to have to do that. Okay. I don't know when I'm going to go to Philly. Next. Never. You keep threatening a Philly trip, but it's. I never know. I'm because I miss Philly, and there's like some stuff there that I want to check out. I follow this ice cream shop on Instagram, and I'm dying to go to. <laughs> I don't know that anyone's going to Philadelphia to get some ice cream. You don't know that. I don't like Philadelphia. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, all right. I like. I think it. it's just the people. And by the people, I mean the sports fans. Well, the sports fans are horrible. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. I'm going to play another voicemail that is another follow-up from someone we heard from last week. Are I love a follow-up voicemail. Go ahead. 
Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Rebecca again. Had to pause the podcast because I was listening to the the uh, voicemail you guys played featuring me, and I was really surprised because I never thought it would get on the podcast. So thank you for that. I am from Middle Massachusetts. It is right next to Danvers and TUD, and I never mention it because even people from Massachusetts don't know where Did it I is. Did I not say so Danvers Peabody? It's right on the border. She's from Middleton. I know. It, it's the home of Richardson's Ice Cream. I, um, Richardson's Dairy, by the way. Pause the po- pause right now. Pause it. Pause it. It's Richardson's Dairy, guys. I uh, worked at the Daily Scoop in Stoneham, Massachusetts, and we exclusively use Richardson's Dairy products. Okay, so Richardson's Dairy, I'm very familiar with it. I enjoy um, their moose tracks. It's a great flavor. They have a great pumpkin ice cream. It's seasonal. Okay. <laughs> just want you to know. Don't think you can run around and go get it. They have a purple cow frozen yogurt that's delicious. Ooh. It's a black raspberry with a cho- dark chocolate chip. Ooh, yum. That sounds uh, good. And, uh, you know, their vanilla, their French vanilla, both great. Um, I'm a pretty basic guy when it comes to ice cream flavors. But, you know, they have, they have some, some uh, winners. But uh... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I think it's don't don't downplay your, your Middletonness. Continue. All right. Did you had you heard of Middleton? Yes, because it was it's on every Richardson's Dairy tub of ice cream. Ice cream producer, um, but yeah, uh, that's why I didn't mention it because I figured you know it's so small and no one's really ever heard of it that you might you guys might not have heard of it. But you know it's it is right next to Winfield, so you probably have, and uh, that's my bad. And that. Um, I also love the chicken broccoli ziti combo, and I believe they used to have it at the 99 restaurant. They sure and they did. Don't anymore, and oh, it no. makes me really sad because it was probably one of the only meals from there that I would eat. And now all they have is kind of garbage. Gold so fever I wins. Kind of avoid that place. But anyway, um, just want to clear that up for you, and I'm glad <laughs> the movie you. thing is working out. It feels strangely prosperous prosthetic um that you know my suggestion is what you guys are actually doing um so maybe i don't know maybe i'm magical or something i hope you're magical. anyway i hope you guys have a good week bye uh that was a very magical. informative voicemail and let me tell you about the 99 i find that every i spend a lot of time at the 99 it's down it, you know if you go to lowell catholic high school you head down stephen street towards the uh Wang Tower. You'll see the 99, uh, 99 restaurant. 99 the pub and grill. And uh, we frequented that quite a bit in high school. And even after high school. And uh, all the food tastes exactly the same. Um, the Gold Fever Wing. I used to be kind of obsessed with that. I liked their nachos at some point. Steak tips. That's a very New Englandy thing I don't see out here very often. Mm. Steak tips. Can I go get steak tips anywhere around here? I don't know. I don't think I've ever been to a 99. Uh, oh, man. So much. Raspberry iced tea and uh, God, the lobster rolls in the summer are good over there. They're not good. They're f- Their seafood chowder is delicious. Their French onion soup is meh. Anyway. I could, I'll, I'll, right. I'll go to a 99 anytime. While we're on the Massachusetts tip, I'm going to play another voicemail. Oh, boy. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Hillary. Uh, I'm from the North Shore of Massachusetts. And yes, I paused uh, after all the talk of the different Massachusetts towns because it got me thinking about how when I was growing up, you know, when we did field trips, I only went to Lowell because everyone goes Textiles to Lowell. Mill. And uh, I was wondering where you guys went on field trips. I'm currently driving home from my job in Salem, Massachusetts. Sure, I went there. my apartment in Beverly. 
uh, and for other North Shore towns, hang out in Danvers and Peabody, and then grew up in Rockport and Gloucester. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't think anyone goes to field trips to any of those places. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, I love the podcast. People think I'm weird for listening to an IVF podcast. Um as someone that's not in a relationship or trying to have children, <laughs> but uh, I love it, and uh, just want to let you guys know. Have a great day. Uh, first of all, I did take a couple field trips to Salem. Yeah, sure. For sure. You got to go see the witch trials, guys. You got to go see where people were hanged for being witches. <laughs> Classic Massachusetts fun right there. Classic colonial House Massachusetts. House of the Seven Gables, the Salem Wax Museum, you name it. I've been there. Um, Sturbridge Village was a big field trip destination for our school. Did you go to Sturbridge Village? You know, I don't remember that many field trips. I went to Salem, but not, but like not with my school. Mm, interesting. Did they not take you? Did they not? Did they go? Mm, Brookline does not travel. We're fine. Maybe. Like, I really don't remember that many field trips. You never went to the aquarium. We, I was going to say we must have gone to the aquarium museum and the museum of science. of science. We must have. Those are those are big field trips. But though, but those were also places that my family and Fenway I Park. went a lot. No, we didn't go to Fenway Park. Um, how about, uh, let's see, other places that we go. So, you know, of course, you know, we would go up to Canopy Lake Park. Um, we definitely did not go to Canopy Lake Park with school. Not even like in eighth grade? No. I think in eighth grade, we went to like Crane Beach. Oh, wow. Crane <laughs> Beach. Did you ever go to uh, Fort Hood? No. Did you ever go to Lexington Concord? No. To, I don't think what, we. I don't think we. Did you go to the Constitution, USS Constitution? No, I don't. Did think you do we, anything with the Freedom? Trail? I don't think we did anything. Did you ever study the the American Revolution? Yes, <laughs> we did. Why did you not walk outside to the Freedom Trail? We must trail? have done the Freedom Trail, but it's like not. I don't have like a memory of that. Mm. Did you guys do Voyage of the Mimi? Yes. Was that just a New England thing? I don't know. Was yours the one with Ben Affleck? In yes. It? Yeah, ours too. I think that's the only one. Oh, is it the only one? Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was like I felt like there was an updated one that didn't have I don't, Ben Affleck. I don't it. think there is. There might be. Um Yeah, but then the Voyage of the Mimi was always followed by the field trip. To the boat. Yes. We I think we did do that. Okay. Maybe we went on a whale watching trip? Maybe you did. Maybe you did. Lots of activities out there to be had. Yeah. Yeah. But like I've never been to Plymouth Plantation. Oh, Plymouth, of course we've been to Plymouth. I've never even been there. Uh, you never saw Plymouth Rock? No. You've never seen the rock that has 1620 etched in it that I, is surrounded by some sort of uh, building they've put around it? No. That they uh, pretend is the rock the Mayflower hit? I have not seen the rock. Uh, wow, that's crazy. I know. I mean, that Plymouth is out by Sturbridge. No, Sturbridge is in western Massachusetts. Plymouth is like Plymouth on is the Cape. Plymouth is out by... Uh, Plymouth is right before the Cape. There's got to be some other colonial town that is near. Anyway. Um, yeah, so those are just some of the I'll ask my mom. We must have gone on Lowell, field trips. Lowell, of course, you know, the textile mills. Yeah, we did And the didn't... quilt museum. People would go to the, that all the time. <sighs> Never been there. That's crazy to me. All right. Never went to the birthplace of the Industrial Revolution in America, Lowell, Massachusetts? No. This is out of control. I, I don't know. Maybe Brookline. Maybe I'm just not remembering them. We must have gone on field trips, but I don't remember them. They must not have been memorable. Maybe you weren't allowed to go. Maybe your mother wouldn't allow you. No. She wouldn't sign the permission slip. We, I, was, I would have been allowed to go. Yeah. All right. This is from Zainep, and she says, this email is off topic, but to all my... JFK s- Presidential Library. No, never been. Crazy. This is crazy. To all my scraggly, greasy hair sisters, I'm sending a big eye roll in solidarity. If I had a nickel for every time someone told me the best way to deal with my greasy hair was to shower less, it is the least practical advice ever. Zainab, you are speaking my language. My hairdresser agrees. It will never help. I have extremely thin hair and a very oily scalp. Since the hair shaft is so thin, it can't absorb much oil. I was able to get away with showering every other day while pregnant and nursing. So my guess is in menopause, I should be able to shower every other day too. That's one thing to look forward to, I guess. Until then, there is no dry shampoo that can tame my greasiness. And this doesn't even address the issue of getting sweaty with workouts, as you mentioned, Dory. Yes, I agree. Well, 
I'm sorry that you all have this hair problem. Yeah, well. I have a hair problem. I'd like to keep it. And it refuses to stay on my head. Mm. So, What are you doing about that? You know, I can't really do anything about it because of it, the... Um, it's Propecia. Oh, yeah. So right now it's nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, once either we're, I don't know, whenever the hell we're not in danger of becoming pregnant. Yeah. Then I will. Propecia Propecia away. And then, you know, after that I will get plugs everywhere. Just plug it all up. Plug it up. Get a nice full head of hair oh, until the yeah. day I die. That's going to be great. I'm not going to be one of these bald uh, people because I've uh, shaved my head before and I have many divots in my head. Oh, really? Yeah, like the fucking, uh, like the bald guy from um, Sugar Ray. He has a lot of divots? Yeah. Oh. Like wrinkly, you know, you have like a wrinkly head. Yeah. I think I have a wrinkly head. Oh, no. I think it's like, it's not, it's not like super silky smooth. Oh, it wouldn't be like a shiny bald head? No. All oh, right. God, guys, I can't go bald. Someone help. We have one last email from Jen. Is there a hair restoration specialist out there who would like to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> and give Matt free hair plugs? Let me know. <laughs> um, all right. This has nothing to do with IVF, but I would love to get Matt's take on what I heard the other day in an ad for the movie Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. Rated PG-13 for historical smoking. <laughs> what? Wishing uh-huh. you guys all the best in 2018. Love to Bo, Jen. I've seen the historical smoking guideline before. Uh, and I think just what that means is that they're doing, they're trying to do a movie that's somewhat historically accurate. And because of that, every single person is smoking constantly. Is smoking constantly. Um, it, is, uh, it is really a. Um, it's so funny. Like the, the. You know, even in Pump Up the Volume, which came out in 1990. Yeah. They were always smoking. Everyone was always smoking. Even his parents were smoking, like in their house. Yeah, you would I never remember, remember the last time I remember seeing someone smoke in our house. In our house. In my house, like growing up. Oh, oh, oh. I feel like it was like my aunt mm. in like the nineties. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's crazy to think. Yeah. It is. I mean, I'd like to be a kind and, and uh, generous uh, keeper of guests, but if you're going to smoke, like, well, just use the patio. It's right yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> Although, did I, have I ever smoked in here while you've been gone? I don't think so. I've smoked at my desk. Ew. Yeah, I have. I've smoked at my desk. Ew. Cigars. I've smoked cigars at my desk back Ew. in the back in the early times Ew. when he would go away and I would write. Ew. Guys, this is not as gross as she's letting on. Uh, do we have any more voicemails? Um, no. We played everything. This is a short episode. Well, I blame me <laughs> for not being interesting today. <laughs> Uh, I'll let you know next week. Uh, we'll hear from Dr. Beck. Hopefully. This is a preview of what's happening next week. Um, and then we'll find out the course of action for my uh, balls. Uh, I will report back from my fitness assessment over at the gym, which is on Tuesday. And I'll report back from my boxing class, which is on Monday. This might be a great opportunity. This might be a good week to do at least one bonus episode. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Uh, and if you'd like to have a bonus episode, all you have to do is sign up and support us on Patreon. You get up to two bonus episodes per month. It's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. And a big thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you support the uh, podcast at $5 or above, you'll get your name right on the podcast each month in addition to your free bonus episode. Sorry. I feel like um, the HomePod does that all the time. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's this ad... Oh, what do you think it is? I don't know. With this ad, it's us. <laughs> uh, anyway, these are some of our great supporters, and I hope you can be one too. That's uh, Bertha Crowley, Katie McKenzie, Jennifer T. Brennan, Sarah Lauer, Rob Thayer III, Paul Baker, Jackie Spagnulio. Spagnulo? Sure. Uh, Danielle Nisiforo, Nuchiforo, Nuckaforo. <laughs> Nuchaforo is what I'm going to go with. Samantha, Jake Martin, Nicole Hawksprung, uh, Brian Gusky, Jessica Zimbelman, 
Katie Hobbs, Mary M. Oh, no. She changed it. Oh, no. Because <laughs> we messed it up so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was my mother. Oh, no. It was, um, it was, it was someone yes, whose name Mary, you, we you butchered enough. Up. I can't butcher <laughs> names any harder than I do when I do this. Uh, Christine Kelly, Shanna Mandel, Laura Bennett, Jordan Hamesley, uh, Deanna McLean, Dana Larrick, April Patrick, Lauren Kay, Ann Vincent, Sandal Mason, Kate, Cassie Joe, or Casey Joe, Danny Cav, Melanie Bronbeck, Lauren, uh, Amanda Lanceter, Jane Colotti, Tiffany Stevens, Jenny Gagas, Ryan Solo, Sandy Barry, Rita Palomino Marlowe, and Christine McHugh. Those are just some of our wonderful Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support us, do that at patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. In the meantime, be on the lookout for some more uh, content from us. If you're on the Patreon page, a bonus episode hopefully will come this week, uh, followed by another one if you're at $10 or above. Uh, listen to Dory on Forever 35 every week. It's Thank Thursday you, and Tuesday. Monday. Sorry, Monday and Thursday. Uh, and you can check me out on Sunday nights. Uh, you'll see uh, Star Trek The Next Conversation. And then on Tuesdays, you'll see a James Bonding episode drop every week. So that's it for us. Uh, stay uh, healthy, everyone. And uh, good luck with all of the stages you're at. Yep. We'll talk to you next week. Toodles. Well,